With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. A-U-N. American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human god to eliminate all risk from their life, pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Condit Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Hey, hello everyone. I was not planning to be on this call tonight, but uh, uh, behind the scenes something happened. Uh, I'm involved uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a cause of action with Bob Schultz's Be the People Foundation case, and uh, I was going to have to uh, be, be, be questioned, and uh, the, the questioning was stayed. So please uh, keep praying for Bob. And, and, and this whole process, there's a, a court hearing in, uh, in in a couple of weeks on the 12th of, of July. Uh, but anyway, I've been on pins and needles about this whole thing, wondering uh, what this whole thing is going is, is about. But Bob is fighting in the trenches. Uh, God bless him. But uh, and that's why he he could not uh, come on to finish his life story until this whole thing passes. We're going to have to wait for. Uh, uh, the, the conclusion of episode six, seven, and eight, however many it takes to to conclude his his life story, but it's ongoing. So keep Bob Schultz in your prayers uh, for for all of us. Uh, there's a lot that is happening all all over the place. Um, I know in the pre-show today uh, we we heard about Le, news about Lavoy Finnegan, his his assassination. Uh, I guess there's maybe some things that are going to be looked into. Uh, I, I think Podesta was was in private session today or yesterday before Congress. Uh, Loretta Lynch is going to be under oath before Congress if she's not already. Uh, there's word that maybe uh, Hillary Clinton is under investigation for this email scandal, plus many other things. So things are really really heating up, and the the really gratifying thing is this whole fake news has been blowing up against CNN and these other outlets uh uh project veritas this week uh unleashed a couple of videos in undercover ex uh investigations and uh 
they've got uh, people on record inside CNN basically saying that this whole Russia thing is a big uh, farce. It's it's uh, it's not what everyone is saying it is. And uh, I guess from on high, they are under directions to talk about Russia, and nobody knows why inside this organization. And uh, so there's just a lot coming out into the open, and uh, we can just talk about all of this tonight and, and, and keep moving forward. Steve did share that Alona Blakely called in earlier today. God bless Alona. She was uh, with us many years ago when we first started with Aaron and America Freedom of the Fascism. I hope everyone is doing well. And uh, we're getting torrential rain here in the Midwest, here in Chicago. It's just the skies have been lighting up. A ton of water, a ton of rain has hit over the last 48 hours. So, But uh, it's cooling down. And we've had a, a string of like a week and a half of no rain. So it's all of a sudden hitting us really, really hard. So if anyone wants to open up the subject, uh, share something out of, the, out of the blue of what's happening in your neck of the woods, feel free. This is what these open forums are all about. I did reach out to Ed Crosby. We're trying to get Ed back on the call because this week uh, Trump had a, had a big uh, uh, press conference about uh, – the initiatives to upgrade and support veterans, the VA, uh, reforming the VA. And so that's, that's big news. And I thought Ed could enlighten us behind the scenes on what's going on with him. But he has not returned my call. I'm kind of worried. If uh, I hope Ed's okay. Fred, uh, I've, I've yeah. got Alona Blakely's on the call with us. Alona. Oh, there you hey. are. Hey, Alona, hey. welcome. Well, thank you. How are you doing, Fred? Hanging in there, Alona. It Man, sounds like long time. it's been a long time. It sounds like you're staying busy. <laughs> Everybody, well, this, this weekly call just—it's sort of like a touchstone. All of us just come back every Thursday, and this year has been kind of a challenging year because there's been so many things that have been happening, and and I have not been able like that private stuff, family stuff, and now this thing with we the people. But it's really kind of behind the scenes. Uh, but hopefully it'll all all work out and uh, we'll, we'll be just fine. But Bob Schultz is still fighting in the trenches. He's been on I with know. us a few times to yeah. share his life story. I think we got five episodes of his life story, or maybe four, in the can so far. Mm. Well, he has. He's been such a patriot and a trooper, and just a fearless and tireless fighter. I just. Oh, I, I can't believe he's still going on. Well, what is the deal that is uh, that you've been called into? How is have how has that happened that you've been called in? Uh, well, I I was uh, asked to come on the board of the foundation in late 2008, uh, back when a whole bunch of other things were happening. He was under a lot of fire, under a lot of ta- attacks, and. Uh, oh. And so I, as, a, as a, just a good soldier, uh, you know, I said, okay, okay, you know, fine. Add me to the list and whatever. And, you know, you put your name on a list and all of a sudden I'm on paperwork that's being filed and this, that, and the other thing. And so uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not asked to bring documents, but uh, I was asked to come in. And, you know, it's pretty frightening when you when you are asked to, to go in a deposition under oath and it, it you know it's like what what's going on <laughs> so but in yeah. any event uh it, well now it what, was, are they depo- what are they deposing you for what is the point of the deposition what are they i don't know everything that happened in this case occurred before i came on the board so okay. uh, i have no direct you know involvement or knowledge uh, other ah. than you know listening to and seeing the filings and everything after the fact but when I when I came on the board, uh, uh, you know, Bob and we the people was was, you know, they were they were behind the scenes under attack from many different quarters, and and uh, Bob finally filed suit back in the fall of 2015, and they uh, put a cap on his ability to sell land, so he's he's basically unable to support himself through the land sales anymore. How can they so he's do fired that? How could they he do that? He fired back a lot. I don't know. I, he owns the land free and clear. Yeah. And um, he has not collected a dime, two pennies or anything from We The People Foundation. He proved that. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway. 
So what is he? How well, my is he wife, living? Guys, how? my wife, my wife is texting me on the other. My son's playing a game. Let's all pray. The bases are loaded, and my son is on deck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good, great, yeah. yeah. So let's let's. I I want I want Thomas to get a home run. So I've been chanting behind the scenes hey. as I'm driving today. Oh, good. Well, we'll help you. See, look at that. Yeah. Watching Thomas run. Yeah, get a home run, T. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're just hanging in there, Alona. Uh, you know, we're, we still do this weekly call and uh, keep, keep keeping the connections alive. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's been a long 10 years. I mean, we've been doing this for 10 years. Every Thursday we get together. We just, uh, most of the time we have guests. But, um, uh, you know, if we don't have a guest, we just have an open forum. So thank you for coming on. Well, it's um, it's a pleasure. I always like to hear what's going on, even though I'm not a part of it anymore. I kind of am from a distance, you know. I do things uh-huh. from, from a distance, but um, of course, I'm not here in the state. I'm here in the states right now, but uh, oh, are you good? Usually, I'm not. Yeah, usually I'm in in uh, Panama. So right now, we're packing a container to bring it to Panama. So. Um, Are you in but, Boqueta again, Alona? Yeah, we're still, still in, that... we're still in Boquete when we're there. And actually, okay. we were in the process, we found a little tiny property that we were building a house that we would live in until we found the dream piece, if you will. And uh, while we were in the middle of this property, this one, we found this other piece. So we kind of had two projects going, but um, it's okay. <laughs> we're still involved. As you know, Dee, there's lots of... Uh, opportunities that you learn from your brother, lots of opportunities to get involved when you're living in Panama, involved in all kinds of things. And so uh, we're involved and uh, yeah. we're, build- we're building besides. <laughs> so we have a lot a lot going. So, But anyway, it's all good. It's all good. We appreciate it and value it. And it was interesting watching the election process from afar because we never heard all the negative um, stuff from the mainstream, which I found very interesting because what we heard, we listened directly, you know, to the campaign speeches right on YouTube whenever they were published. And so that was really interesting. You know, it reminded me of when we lived in Saudi Arabia and when I came, because in Saudi Arabia, the news is very just uh, reporting. You know, they would say, King Fahad met with the minister of such and such a country for the purpose of blankly blank. And then they would, and that was, that was it. There was no opinion, no description, you know, nothing about what he wore, you know, and that stuff. It just, and then the next one would be, you know, so and so, Ministry of Oil or whatever they call him, you know, met with uh, some in Iraq for the purpose of such and such. And these people were present, and it, it was just it, you know. So the news was very short. It was, you know, 15 minutes to a half hour, and that was the end of it. And when I got back to the United States. You see all this propagandizing. Then you realize how much of it is propagandizing, really. And so, um, so when I was in Panama watching things, I was watching it as if I were still in, the, in Saudi Arabia because I was only watching content and no one's opinions. So I really missed all of that. Now that I'm back here, I'm seeing all this garbage, and I'm like, wow. You know, it's it, the the mainstream media needs to fail. I, I keep hearing it is, and I don't believe it because they're still up and running. But well, the thing the, is, the stories are coming out left and right. Like Fred was saying, the stories are coming out, and everything's getting debunked. I mean, so quickly, there's one after the other where they're losing their credibility all the way across the board. It's just a matter of a tapestry unraveling, but it is unraveling. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. You know, I have said for years, and I knew this for years. But unfortunately, the other side is the side that's doing this. And the thing that I've always said is if you really want to get these guys off the air, the first thing you do is you go after their advertisers. I think I used to say it when we had meetings and telephone calls. I'd say, get on, you know, you know, write a letter to the advertiser of some program where someone is really doing a disservice to the public by the way they're reporting. And if they get enough letters, those advertisers start yanking their support, and that scares those media people like anything because that's how they stay alive. And unfortunately, it's the, it's the other side that is using that tactic, 
And so good programming is under attack, and the bad guys are still working at it. So I don't know how many people are on this call, and so you know what everybody's um, explanations are, but I can tell you that that's the way. I mean, even if the advertisers get confused, <laughs> it's like one side is saying we're going to drop, you know, we don't watch that show anymore, and we're not buying your product because you endorse that show, and the other side says we will buy your product, and we do endorse that, you know, um, confuse them. You know, create chaos among those people. <laughs> Paul, my husband says it gives them pause. But, you know, it doesn't matter if you create a little chaos and cognitive dissonance in those people. No, one of what is on with us. Yep. Well, that's what we all do the best in our own ways. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. So... But but anyway, so um, well, I'm I, you know I'm concerned about Bob. How is he living if he can't support himself? I don't know, uh, Alona. I I it's a it's really really uh, it's so tough. It's so tough. I mean, and I you know I I don't know. It's it's just unconscionable what's what's going on. I mean, he it's it, it's like the last. You know, they've circled the wagons around him. He's he's all alone, and there's Judy, and that's it. And um, it's it's hard to even fathom what, you know. And I, I I it's not that I talk to him every day, but you know when I do, you know you can you can tell he's under a lot of pressure. He's um, he's hanging in there, but it's been extremely difficult just to just to survive. They are so evil. Uh, are so wicked, you know. They need to burn in hell, and I hate to say that, but yeah. it, it's it's just horrid how they just work to destroy people's lives, and they have all the money in the world and the power in the world to do all that. Has has anybody? Yeah. So how, is he still doing? Is he still defending himself, pro se stuff? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have any money to hire an attorney. Alona, is you know. is Ed? You know, I'm, I'm I am out of touch with people. Is Ed Vieira still alive? Yeah, Ed Vieira still alive. Yeah. Does he communicate? We, we 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 get updates about Ed Vieira, who's really close to uh, James Yeager, James who's a regular guest on our show. Yeah. Well, is um, is in any way um, Ed uh, assisting? Uh, Bob, or do they even know each other? No, no, no. You know, this is just, it's... it's. Well, Bob Bob is doing the constitutional argument, and depending on the court he's, he's in, they don't even acknowledge the Constitution, so... Yeah, it's... And, and he is so far, so far into this, uh, you know, he had no choice but to file a lawsuit because they were... They were preventing him from living. Yeah, um, of course. I mean, being able well, to sell, it's sell no his property to, to raise money no to live. Than, it's no different than the Bundy Ranch or anything else. You know, that's yeah. what they do. They starve people out. They're wicked, just just so wicked. You know, I, I, I have to say, you know, I know that this, and this is a very pessimistic thing to say, but it's a losing battle. And it makes me glad that I don't live here anymore because I just, I can't stand to see it and I can't stand to hear it. It just pisses me off. Knowing that we can fight all we want, but you know what? These guys will do just what they're doing to the Bundys, what they're doing to Bob, and they are evil and wicked. They are just evil oh, and yeah. wicked. That's the thing. You you don't play their game. You don't fight it. You know, you just spread the truth and keep your awareness on the way that you prefer it to be because this is, you're right, it's a losing battle if you come at it at that level. Yes, you, you know, a, yeah. But I'm, um, I'm sorry to hear about the, the heavy burden that Bob is carrying because he's carrying it for himself and he's carrying it for, for everyone. You know, he, yes. he's, a, he's a very uh, generous man and in a selfless man. And so he's not just doing this for himself. He's very principled. So it's, um, I don't know what we can do. 
and it's uh, I, I my hands are kind of tied because I'm uh, until I I can see through because there's there's a process that may maybe you know coming that drags me into this whole thing, Malona. So I have to be very careful and you know a deposition you know you're not the one on trial i guess they yeah. can try to make you on trial but in a deposition yeah. from what i understand i mean i've been deposed before um yeah. in, in a lawsuit or a, a case and basically you're just going there and they ask you questions and you answer them and that's all you do yeah. and and yeah. um if you weren't part of it when uh, all of it started. If those are the questions they're asking, then mm-hmm. um, you know, then you just say you have no knowledge of that. You know, that's what Hillary Clinton does. She doesn't know anything. She couldn't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. You know, no one can prove you can't remember. Well. Hey, Brent, uh, can I mention yeah. something to you? Yeah. Go ahead. Hi, it's Dixie. When uh, I work for court reporters in my very career, and when you get your copy of that deposition, read it carefully because you're going to be required to sign it. And often and a lot of times, court reporters can make mistakes in what the wording was. So read it carefully. And you're also, when you go to that deposition, the same rights you have in a courtroom, a trial by jury, you are. You do not have to say anything that would where you would incriminate yourself. You can still have that Fifth Amendment right. Mm-hmm. So, if in doubt, we don't remember. <laughs> so, just be sure to read that for yourself before you sign sure. it. And if any sure. corrections need to be made, they have to correct it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Hi, Betty. Sorry. Hi. We're talking to Alona and Dixie. And Hi there. Yeah. I've, I've been listening the last few minutes. Uh, Steve oh, yes. me. I, would, I was going to be calling in, but I had on public access, I had, uh, Hamouk had, uh, you know, said, oh, this one's good. Uh, put it up, and I didn't get a chance to look at it before I submitted it. <laughs> so I was huh? looking at that to see, you know, because sometimes uh, some advertising gets slipped in and, that's yeah. a no-no for public access. So, well, I watched uh, some of your Mick Harrison um, uh, show that you sent me, the lawyer Mick Harrison, and it, it is good. really. I haven't gotten all the way through it. I was running in and out today, but every time I was in here, I was turning it on. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's one uh, we're trying to get out. We were telling everybody to send it to everybody they know. Yeah. Hey, Ramona. Yeah. Is Ramona still on? Can I ask Hello, you a question? Uh, this is Sam. Can I ask you a question? You said uh, that the news reporting down in Panama is different than the news reporting in the States. Yeah. Well, who reports it down there, and why is it, how is it different? Well, now, you have to know that, um, uh, let me back up. In, um, in Latin America, CNN is also present. And I was I was talking with my husband the other day about CNN may be failing here, but worldwide, uh, those people don't know the difference. And so they believe everything CNN says. And so they do propagandize there if you've got CNN on. Um, but there there are, um, I mean, there are programs that, that I've seen. Um, and in my mm, limited Spanish, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's not as much like the U.S. as it was um, more like Saudi Arabia when I was there. You know, they just say what happened. They just report what happened. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, if there's an accident or there is some kind of a, you know, say there was a building that failed or there was an opening of the metro, the new rail system. You know, they just say this is open and this is where it is and, where you can get on, where you can get off, and how much it costs, and, you know, take advantage of it. And there's not a lot of, you know, opining about it. Where, like I said, when we were in Saudi Arabia, they would just say the news, you know. They would have the newscaster, whoever they are, reading, simply reading the events that occurred. You know, 
this person met with that person, for this, this official met with that official, these people were present, and this was the discussion, period. And then they move on to the next subject. So you know what happened, you know what happened, you know things are going on, but there's not this same kind of badgering by the media of the, um, of the people that are being reported on. Um, in, in Panama, if there is a situation happening in the you know, community or whatever, they will have the, the reporter you know, interviewing people on the street saying, you know, what do you think about this? How should this be handled? And you know, they do do that. They do that here in the United States. They wouldn't do that in Saudi Arabia, but they do that here or there. And, um, but there's not a lot of opinions. They don't sit around like a bunch of talking heads, bobbling back and forth, you know, and speculating and, and opinionating and stuff like that. I've just, I've not seen it. Yeah, here, yeah. here, we, here we consider everything from the mainstream media fake news. Yes, that's news right. The term is fake news. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, although I will say, like I said, CNN is present in Latin America, and everybody believes it. They believe what they say. I mean, I remember when the election occurred, I was talking. In Panama, there's kind of an international presence. People from, you know, international community live there. You have America, you have North Americans, like the uh, United States. You have Canadians. You have Germans. You have, um, you know, people from different places uh, converge there. And uh, when the election occurred, oh, my gosh, you should have heard them because they were all listening to CNN, right? And so everybody was all upset, thinking the world was going to end tomorrow, <laughs> that, yeah. that, uh, that Donald Trump became the president. And um, I have a good Panamanian friend who does speak English, and so he would ask me, you know, he talks to me about politics, and so... He says, so what do you think? You know, what do you think? And I, I said, well, here, let me give you some links to the shenanigans that Hillary Clinton has pulled over the years. And I just let him watch, you know, some of those, um, you know, the death count that she has and some of the things that are going on at that time. Seth Rich was being killed. And <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of stuff. And he said, my gosh, that woman is evil. I said, yes, she is. And so when the, but he, so he wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid but his colleagues were drinking the Kool-Aid. And he said the next day after the election, he went to, he, to his job, and he's, like, smiling and happy and, you know, that it happened the way it did. And, um, and he said he was the only one at work who was smiling. Now, what in the world? And then I've had, yeah, what do they care? You know, he doesn't, he doesn't pertain to them. And uh, I had met, I was involved um, there's, there's a lot of um, pitiful little animals on the street, mammals, cats, dogs. And so I, was, I am peripherally involved with this uh, spay-neuter clinic, low-cost spay-neuter clinic. And, and I was there one day at the clinic after the election, and there was a Canadian woman who heads the clinic and a German woman who was helping. And uh, they said to me, um, you know, they, said, they made some comment about Trump, and I said, look, I would no more talk about Angela Merkel or Trudeau to you because I don't know anything about him. So, you know, President uh, Trump is now the President of the United States. He was voted in in the right way, and, uh, you know, that's the end of it. And they just had to have opinions. I said, he's the President of the United States. He's not the President of the world. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but they just couldn't get it. And I said, you guys must be watching CNN. And they just kind of like, you know, uh, blustered about it, and I said, look, you know, we call that the Communist News Network. That's what CNN stands for, Communist News Network. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, Trump must have said that. I said, no, honey, that, that became evident back in the 1990s. Trump had nothing to do with it. Well, I've never heard it, they said. I said, well, you're not listening to the right thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, so they would look at each other, you know, with raised eyebrows and kind of askance. And these are women that I was friends with, you know, but um, they, you know, so, so it's, you know, the propaganda is everywhere. And unfortunately, CNN may, may fail in the United States, but it's not going to fail worldwide because everybody's still believing that uh, whatever comes out of the United States, people tell the truth. So, and of course, I, I do my share to help enlighten people. They don't listen to me much, but, you know, if we have the conversation, except for my one Panamanian friend, you know, 
but these other people from the Western Hemisphere. See, here you have here here when you're living in in some place like uh, Panama, you have the North Americans and the Europeans who think they're above everybody else, and so they're not going to listen to anything. But the Panamanians tend to be a little more open-minded because you know they respect like they respect me. We have a good relationship. And so they'll listen and they'll discourse and they don't think they're above anybody who's visiting in their country. But these other people who come to visit in their country, these Europeans and North Americans, think they're, you know, at least one notch better than the Panamanians. <laughs> it's pretty pitiful actually in some ways, but but in any event, I don't hang around with I don't people. think very many people here buy the lies anymore, Alona. It's a lot more than even when we were working with Aaron. They they just I know I mean, it's been yeah, it's changing. That's right. But in, in other countries around the world where CNN still has a presence, people are buying it, they think CNN is telling the truth. And, oh, you know, they think everything that comes out of it is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Part, you know, I mean, now the United States is a big market because there's big money advertisers supporting their um, productions in the United States. But and so they don't want to lose that. They don't want to lose anything. But even if they lost the entire American market or the U.S. market, there's so many countries around. I mean, CNN is in every place. So you can't. You know, they're gonna they're gonna go on, and they're still gonna get advertisers. So you're gonna have this world propaganda that continues, which is really unfortunate. Really, really unfortunate. If CNN goes down here, it won't go down everywhere else. I can guarantee it. But it needs to. <laughs> it needs to. So anyway, I don't need to carry on about it, but that's that's how I see it, how I observe it. How's the weather down in Panama? Well, it depends on where you are. If you're up in the mountains, like Boquete, like Didi was talking about, it's quite temperate. Um, the cl- you know, we have uh, 75 to 85 degrees pretty much year-round, which is very comfortable. And because you're up high, you have um, breezes and things that keep you from feeling quite so humid as, as you do when you're at sea level. Um, but, you know, you have the rainy season and the, and the dry season. And the rainy season is interesting because, you know, people want to come visit. They go, oh, I'd like to come visit, but I don't want to come in the rainy season. And I go, come in the rainy season. The rain is never cold. <laughs> Did your brother ever say that, uh, Dee Dee? The rain is never cold? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. I, I know what that's like been, having been in Costa Rica and Mexico. You know, the, <laughs> it'll be 80-degree rain and 80 degrees out, and the wind will be blowing at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and, it, and it's great because... It only lasts for a few hours, and it comes at 3 o'clock every day <laughs> and lasts till just after dinner, and then it's done, and the sky is beautiful, and it's beautiful in the morning, and then comes again the next day at 3 o'clock or thereabouts. So, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I like it. And there's, where we are, there's really no chemtrails, which is beautiful. The sky is magnificent. So, yeah. Dennis would like to move to uh, San Miguel <laughs> as his next little thing. <laughs> Trying to get oh. me to do it. Yeah. Well, how's your other brother doing? Oh, he's doing pretty good. He we we were able to heal his skin cancer on his face, um, but he's having some other vets are talking him into some other stuff. But he's not. So I don't know yet. He's okay. He's just there's always a way to heal. You know, you can't. He's at least he knows that you know that you just because if it goes awry again at least he's got something happening on his neck doesn't mean he has to do chemo and radiation you know he's pretty clear about that so I try not to worry about it too much ah uh, okay so you're kind of his health practitioner well you know I've been at this barefoot doctoring thing I think I made my first formula nineteen sixty nine and by 71 when my, my daughter was born I was pretty soon I was pretty running, soon I was running. A, you know a company you know but um so he's heard a lot from me and he doesn't always follow my advice but um he's kind of funny in that way you know he just but you know you can't keep I I can't stop 
suggesting things. I try to be gentle about it in these days, you know, just make a suggestion because people are going to do what they do, you know. But when it, the, you know, gets into the trenches, yeah, he, if he really needed some, you know, some credible research done or wanted to find out my opinion, he would certainly ask me. <laughs> he did uh, give me, uh, recently give me a car, which was wonderful. <laughs> oh, really? How lovely. Mm-hmm. How lovely. So is that the first car you've had in, first, in a while? No, I have a car, but he gave me a, a 2000 Cadillac DeVille um, wow. with uh, really nice, comfortable, adjustable seats and, you know, so that I could be comfortable. My Subaru has a broken seat, and so I'm always having to pad it. I mean, haven't been able to replace it. So it's pretty hard on my back. But, yeah, and he got a new car and just... You know, gave my brother a pickup truck and gave me a Cadillac. So, I mean, Dennis got a truck. Wow. That's amazing. Well, that's good. That helps. Keep it in reserve. Yeah, I'm going to be living right across the street from my bro- from Dennis, who you know, uh, coming up here, it looks like. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Dee, uh, you found a place? You found a place? I, I did... I have an opportunity to get into a place at 600 a month for a one-bedroom uh, apartment. It's in Washington. It's about 13 miles from here. Oh, and okay. It's a low-income place, and there's going to be lots of kids there, and it's an apartment. You know, I've only lived in one like that once in my 69 years. But, um, you know, it's affordable. It's going to take a lot of pressure off me. And they, they yeah. bend over backwards to get you in there when, you know, and you don't – some of the people rent like for $50 a month and they've lived there forever and and now they you know they've got it up to 6 for people that haven't lived there and it goes up to 9 something if you want a two or three bedroom but it's they're really my brother's friends with the manager and they're really I was impressed by him today uh, and I talked to him about how I felt about taxes and you know we just had a brief conversation about mm-hmm. you know you know, why I didn't have any checks, you know, and I tried to give him cash and he wouldn't take it, you know, and he's like, I can't do that. They won't let me, you know, so, so, you know, I was trying to just put a hold on this place and, but we worked it out, you know, he was amenable and that's what he has to do there. And a lot of the people don't speak English and it's going to be a real big change for me, Fred, in terms of okay. gardening and all that, but I'm only yeah. there to work on, you know, getting, getting, you know, just, taking the pressure off myself so I can continue to work on my health and some of the other things that are more important to me than, you know, having to make so much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of daunting, but at least, you know, I'll, I'll know what I'm doing as I finish this last year. And that, that takes a lot of pressure. Did you get the credit for your current monthly payment on that rent? For that they got it in the mail. They got it in the mail on the 26th, no, on the 16th, and I found out about it from the post office on the 26th. So they waited. They didn't even let me know it had come in. And wow. then he hung okay. up on me when I called him. <laughs> and so they're like, you know. What I a just, jerk. What a jerk. Jeez. Oh, they're, they're young. I don't want to stereotype, but they're young Muslim yeah. men and, I think they're used, and and one of them is okay. The other one that you know gave me the seventy-two hour notice because my mail was my things were lost in the mail. You know, he's just. But I have to do a lot of, you know, the right stuff to make sure I get my deposit back. Yeah. Um, Because you know, because I've heard how that they don't always do that, but I'm having it my way. I can tell you that. (laughs) Good, good, good. Not messing around. So, yeah. Uh I don't understand why they won't take cash because for the two places I live in, Tennessee and North Carolina, all they will take is cash. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's just the policy of the – there's 103 apartments in this place called the Villa, and they're spread on either side of the street, and there's like 58 children there. (laughs) The grounds guy was laughing. He said, "You should see when the bus, the school bus stops." He said, it, "It's like something out of a movie. <laughs> it's like these kids just come flooding out of these buses." And you know, I said, "Oh boy, you know." But um, I don't know. I don't really care. You know, I worked it out with my brother. He's going to pay it on his credit card tomorrow, and I'll give him the cash. <laughs> 
just a holding fee. It's all good. I decided I wasn't going to let any of it get me down or bother me or, you know, give me any doubts or anything. I'm just staying on the glass half full thing back to maximum. <laughs> so, uh, Alona, how long are you going to be uh, in the States? Um, I, we leave on July 26th. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. maybe, maybe if you get a chance, you can run up this way or we can rendezvous at the uh, the trough. Yeah, well, I was up there twice this week. Oh, wow. I just got back from it today. Oh, okay. I was up there again. <laughs> yeah, well, not that, not the trough. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but Paul had a crazy computer fail and yeah. uh, made a mistake, and so we were up there in Charlotte uh, going to a place that does recovery. And uh-huh. um, and finally, you know, he had two trips to the Apple Store and two trips to this recovery place, Everything was bad news, bad news, bad news. But today, finally, there was a glimmer of hope. So we've been here visiting, uh, or actually staying in my friend's office, working in my friend's office. She gave us a key so we can work at night when she's not here. And so he's trying to recover his computer because it was oh. we lost everything, every contact, every everything. Oh man! So it just yeah. wiped. Oh, oh, good. Well, Great. what what happened was. Um, Paul isn't as computer adept as um, a friend of his expected him to be. And so the friend said, back up your computer. So they worked on, I mean, first he said, you know, clean it, clean it with all the virus scans and all that stuff. Then they said, now that that's been cleaned, back it up and then we'll upgrade your program. And so when he met with our friend, the friend said, did you back it up? He said, yeah, I think so. And our friend didn't get it that I think so doesn't mean yes, definitely. <laughs> and so instead of them saying, instead of Paul saying, you know, why don't we look at it? Because, you know, I really didn't know how to tell. I didn't know how to tell. And, and instead of our friends saying, you know, I think so doesn't sound like you're very positive. And so they didn't pursue it any further. And so the friend said, great. And so he wiped the whole container, the whole computer off completely. And, um, when they went to install the new program and then plug the uh, external hard drive back in, there was nothing on it. <laughs> and so everybody was like, oops. And uh, so Paul had upgraded. Paul has a very old Mac. Like it's uh, ni- 2009, I think. Right. And he doesn't want to get rid of it because it has a 17-inch screen. He likes his 17-inch screen, and they stopped making right. it. Right. So he's he's gotten different things like batteries and up, you know, kind of upgraded the hardware in there, and he put in a solid state a SSD or something. Well, anyway, so what happened is when we went to the recovery place that has a, you know, they specialize in Apple, they're authorized in Apple. They said, well, if it didn't have an SSD, we probably could have recovered it. But SSDs do a really good job of wiping everything out when you tell it to. So that was not good news. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's just been a challenge, but I think we're going to get on top of it. He has a backup. You know, he, he backed the computer up before we left Panama to come here. So he has a current one, but he didn't have anything to work with here. He had a three- or four-year-old um, hard drive backup that we're having to reinstall, but at least it's something, you know. <laughs> we're getting there. We'll get there. Good. Good. So, so anyway, it's just been wild. But so anyway, I was in, I was in Char- Charlotte today. Actually, we were in Charlotte for that. Oh, cool! So yeah. it's more or less a, a work in progress. Yes, it is. It it's Fort Mill. It's where Carowinds is. I had no idea. I thought it was in in North Carolina, but it's a South Carolina address. Did you know that? Yeah, it's it's a suburb. You know, I'm where my house is. I'm probably five miles from the state line because uh, I'm in I'm close to Pineville. So Fort Mill was just it's less than 10 miles where you cross the, the line down there, probably about four or five miles. So, yeah, Fort Mill is it's so close. It's what, by, by nautical miles, it's, it's 13 miles from the, the, the skyline of the downtown Charlotte. It's very close. Yeah. It's yeah. Very, so, yeah. But they, well, had a, yeah. they had a South Carolina address. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, just shocked. Like, that's what you know, most people work, you know, in Charlotte, and they live in, in Fort Mill, and uh, uh-huh. they don't pay the high taxes that you do here in Charlotte. So, ah, there's some logic to that. It's nice, yeah. area. real nice area. 
Yeah, well, it seemed clean, you know, but it was just just shocking, simply shocking that it was South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like a suburb, and most everybody in Fort Mill works in Charlotte. So, you know, this oh. logic to that. Yeah, wow, that's very interesting. But um, but anyway, so we're here in the middle of trying to get this computer back online, and we've been running all day. So I'd like to sign off if it's okay. But it was really good to hear everybody's voice. Sure. Um, I um, and you know I can get on from Panama. It's easy enough. I just oh yeah. Uh, and I see your notices. You send them to me. But yep. a lot of times I'm so occupied I can't do it. I, there, in fact, there was a couple of times I said, Oh, Paul, we need to get on for this because it sounds like a really good. Um, program that Steve has, and then we missed it completely. So I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> good to hear your voice. It's yeah. always a pleasure hearing your voice, and thank you for all you've done over the years. Keep keep us in your prayers, okay? We'll do the same. Yeah, Fred, I'm really concerned about it. I'm I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it just it burdens well, so me. There's, you know? there's got to be some breakthrough, Alona. There just has to be some breakthrough. The the, the good well, man upstairs, you know, he's, he's pulling all the strings, and we just need to keep that in mind. Do you are you familiar with the Bernard von Nothaus case? You know, with the Liberty Dollar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you know, in the end, in the end, a judge, uh, uh, you know, said that he did not. Uh, he ruled that Bernard was not trying to counterfeit and all that kind of stuff. So he finally got out yeah. of jail. But it was hard on him, I'm sure. You know, he's 76. How old is Bob? That, I mean, that, that Bob uh, was born in 39. So yeah. you do, do the math. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was... 71, 78, 78 years old. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. So that's the... that You know, I mean, it, it happens, but they they yeah. really they really make it hard on you for a while. And and they do it on purpose, you know, because they want everybody yeah. to be afraid to be afraid of them because they are tyrants. Yep. And yep. Um, that's the you know that's well, the sin. You know, uh, along the point you point you were making. Yeah, and it's what the, and it's what they did to Irwin Schiff. We all know that. Yeah, and the point you were oh making. Oh my God! Yeah. Kevin Ennis, you know, he's Canadian, but Kevin Ennis, who was involved with the Liberty Dollars, well, you know, he was Canadian, and uh, he was. He's, he's been in you know my office many times here in Charlotte, and uh, uh, Kevin Ennis, he was jailed in Asheville. I think he was held for two years in jail, and he's Canadian. <laughs> and they have, finally they, have, have, have they deported him yet? No. Uh, well, I hadn't talked to him in several years, but uh, you know, they, uh, I think they confiscated his property that he had in Asheville. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin's a really nice guy, and he's been in my office many times. And, um, you know, he was very much – big supporter with uh, Aaron's film when it came out. You know, he's been on this call many times with us. And, uh, yeah. But he was, well, he was jailed well, for almost two years, and he's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to hear about Kevin Ennis. And I'm and, and, and um, Frank, uh, Frank, um, Fred may remember this situation, but Kevin had an unauthorized uh, uh, screening of Aaron's movie, and Fred got on it right away, and Kevin hung up on him, and it oh, was a big, oh, it was yeah. a big chaos thing. You remember that, Fred? Yeah. Just vaguely, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you know, I, you know, I have a real problem in my life, and that is that um, I tend to be very loyal, and if someone is disloyal to someone that I think is good then I don't want any part of them, you know. But I'll be loyal, like, I'll be loyal to Fred, I'll be loyal to you, I'll be loyal to Dee Dee. And if somebody is disloyal to you guys, then, you know, I want no part of it. You know, I get I get really protective of my of people that I feel loyal to, right? Yeah, so, kind of like Wolfgang, right, Fred? Oh, my God, yeah. That was a nightmare. That dude took me for a thousand. I mean, I'm glad it was only a thousand dollars, but, man. He was, he was a piece yeah. of work. Yeah. So, so when I hear about Kevin Ennis, and I know what he did to Aaron, and Aaron's ultimately, you know, it didn't hurt anything too much. But the fact that he was yeah. underhanded in what he did, and the fact that he hung up on Fred, and you know, just just a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, I don't even want to hear this guy's name. And I'm sorry, Steve. I know you may think he's a nice guy. 
you may think he's a nice guy, but he did not behave ethically. That's what I can tell you. So I don't know if he deserved to be in jail, and I don't know anything about that. But well, I know that he was not uh, he was not ethical and uh, forthright or upright in the dealing. The he's been off the radar for probably five probably five or six years or longer, hadn't he, Fred and Didi? We hadn't heard from him. Yeah, yeah, we haven't heard of Kevin in a long time. Yeah, I see his research, and he's doing some a lot of stuff with the um, international, um, you know, looking for the missing children and stuff. Isn't that who we're talking about, Kevin and uh, uh, he was the, he was got the Liberty Dollar. He was the Liberty, Liberty Dollar guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I need, I need Go to ahead, kind of, I need. I need to kind of sign off. I'm trying to take care of some things, and it keeps timing me out of this program. And okay. I, well, I if, you, if you get back up this way, Alona, give me a shout, and maybe me and Darlene can uh, hook up with you and Paul, and maybe we can uh, we'll do it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I've been wanting to see you guys again. Well, yeah, I have I have just a little under a month here, and so hopefully if I can get everything done, I'll get back up that way. It'll be great. Yeah, plan on that. Take care, Alona. Give me a Good shout. Your voice. Thanks. Thanks. Give, give our best to your husband, Paul, okay? Okay, you're on the stage. Safe travel. Safe travel. He heard that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Talk you, to you later. You okay. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was a treat. Well, our son's team won, but he, he had the bases loaded and he struck out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, at least their team didn't lose. Yeah, <laughs> they, they won. And they have a doubleheader, so they're playing another game. Uh, oh. God, it's going to be a long night, man. So, oh. <laughs> so I'm I'm downtown Chicago. i got to head home, guys, and, and yeah. get get back. I was, uh, I was Ubered all the way to – from Midway all the way to Valparaiso, Indiana. Wow. Wow. And so I'm just I'm just heading getting back home here. I just pulled into a Target to use the restroom and get on the call <laughs> undercover here. It's it's raining like crazy here in oh, Chicago. It's just nuts. Oh. But wow. uh, well, happy new. I mean, happy Fourth of July, everyone. <laughs> this this week. Uh, our, our middle son, uh, Thomas's uh, birthday is on July 4th. We're going to be up in Madison for his birthday, and uh, that's about it. My my mom is doing okay. My brother is out in Montana. My mom and sister are out there, but uh, we're we're hanging in there. But uh, uh, our our I don't know if I told you, Steve, but our son will be staying close to home. Uh, he's wow. going to the University of Illinois, Chicago. Excellent. Oh, he we're made going a decision. Yeah. Very good. We made a decision good. last week, last Thursday. Yeah. So we're going to be, uh, you know, we won't have to travel, you know, 12, 13 hours like like our son Fred. He'll be right downtown Chicago. So uh, so we'll we'll be able to see a lot of his games. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's a good choice. So I'm happy for all of you. So uh, things have a way of working out, Fred. And And realistically, I think things will work out with you on the, the things coming up down the road. I'm pretty sure they will. And, you know, it's just it's just really weird the way things work out. It's just like Alona when she called me today. And, yeah. and I said, wow. So I, I called her up and I said, Alona, you mind coming on the call with us? And she said, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, That's I get her a whole hour of content. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, we had a guest <laughs> after all. <laughs> yeah. We had a guest after all. Yeah, yeah. She's a good talker. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it it all has a way of working out, and so but she, the yeah. the nice thing is is Alona was able to share the connection of how CNN does the propaganda in the uh, in the Latin America market. So you know that was kind of yeah. interesting to get her perspective on that. So very interesting analogy. So it it kind of plays in a part with what we're you know hearing and seeing uh, with today's times. So that was just really nice. She shared that. That's good, good, good perspective. Well, Didi, good news for you. You'll have yeah. a roof over your head. Thank yeah. God, and maybe found the the rent check. Thank God. Yeah, and I'm still a... I'm still working to to get a hold of Sherry Jackson. 
I haven't made a connection yet, but I'm still trying, guys. So good. Betty, you don't have all the jobs, so. Betty, you don't have. Betty, you have any other contacts with with Fred Holder? Betty, I've got I've got three old numbers for Sherry, and and so far I haven't been able. So I'm going to use the number you emailed me. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's the latest one that I had from her. Okay, I will use that. Okay, I'll just give her yeah. a call. I think tomorrow. it's her business number, but uh, okay. Sometimes you get you reach people faster through their business anyway. <laughs> And that's really good that Ed Griffin, that whole conference, a lot of it was very successful. A lot of people attended, so that's good news, you know. Yeah, the one she went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was yeah. in Bozeman, Montana. That's what I I thought she might have some real real good things to talk about, you yeah. know. And it's amazing, you know. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but do you know that InfoWars has a White House press pass? <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, cause no, Trump, Donald you know. Trump is is letting more and more, uh, uh, you know, okay. people to come in. Uh, he's opened he's opened the doors up to many more voices and many more platforms, and uh, it's really gratifying to see that happen. Well, he said he was going to do that, so I'm yeah. glad he's doing it. Wow. I well, mean, they're called temp- temporary uh, temporary passes, but they're not permanent. But but it's at least a, a step in the right direction. You know. Well, maybe, maybe, Maybe I'll have to email, maybe I'll have to send a formal request for uh, passes for America Underground Network. See if we can. Yeah, maybe we, we could get some. Uh, Al Jordan could be our, our 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 correspondent. He could show up. <laughs> no, seriously, he would do that. Al Jordan would would eat that up. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Phil. What we have to do is is uh, I'll get Stephen to uh, to make some. Uh, a documentation uh, this real nice yeah. eliminate and uh, get it make planted. it look really legit really legit no, it is legit. graphics and everything else yeah get 10 years so do it legit and yeah. make a request yeah. and see if we get a response you never know yeah I'll, I'll, I'll give Al a call yeah that'd be oh, good jump, jump on that. I'm sure he would love to jump on that he lives just right that you know minutes away yeah yeah that'd, that'd be great Good, good idea. Admit, you never know how things work out, but yeah, ten, ten years in the can, and we've got yeah. an address. We've got a legitimate address, so uh, you know, ten years. Website, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, so, like it, good idea. And Al, Al, Al would go right to the White House. He would show up <laughs> and actually talk to. No, he would probably in person be boots yep. on the ground to assist in the process of us applying for that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He would wear a suit and tie and everything else. Seriously. Isn't Al an Aquarius too? Yeah, he's an Aquarius. There you go. That's meant to be. <laughs> January twenty first, nineteen fifty two. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a year older. He's a year older. Wow. Yeah, my, he's my, young. my dad. My dad's the twenty second. He's the twenty first. Wow. <laughs> oh, he is young. Nineteen fifty two. Yeah. Well, that's only four years younger than me. I guess he's not that young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let, let, let me let me try to call Al right now before I get. Oh off. yeah, let's, that'd be great. Yeah, let me just call. Yeah, let me yeah. just yeah. throw it out there. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I get Hang Stephen on. to work on Didi. I get Stephen to work on some laminated press passes for all of us. Yeah. Well, I used to have one that got. I could go into the uh, United Nations with it. We yep. made all of those uh, when I was with the World Peace University. That was made by our group, and it was good for getting in there. It was really well, interesting. Back in back in uh, 1988, when Darlene and I were publishing the, the airport magazine here at Douglas Airport, uh, we had press passes that were issued us by uh, Paulette Ferguson, that was uh, the uh, press secretary of Douglas Airport, and I, I went up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, Al, you're on. You're on the call right now. Okay, we we've got a brilliant. No, I'm not. I'm, I, okay. We are <laughs> right. going to apply not really for here press at all. Pass. <laughs> America Underground Network is going to apply for a White House press pass, and you're going to be the American Underground Network's uh, credentials. Okay. Oh my God. Alex Jones has a Infowars.com has a press pass in the White House. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not. Wow. It's not Al. It's not CNN. How do you do that? It's not CNN. It's AUN. 
A-U-N. A-U-N. I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. How do I, how do I get these credentials? We're how do I get these credentials you're talking? Steve, Steve's son is going to come up with some, some really good-looking uh, uh, like swag or, or, or IDs or something like that. And uh, yeah, the we will submit the paperwork, find out the contacts, the links, and then at some point you can be boots on the ground and walk in there to sign your John Hancock. Wouldn't you like to do I can go in, I can go in any time. I'm 10 minutes yeah. in the White House. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to the city. I'm leaving for the city in about 20 minutes. The reason I'm not on is because um, I had to make dinner tonight because my wife went to New York last night and had to feed everybody here. And I'm on my way down to Union Station in about 20 minutes. Yeah. If I could get down there, you know. You know, you know how to throw a zinger, a question that could just get international attention. I mean, the stuff that you you know about over many, many years of being on this call. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, in fact, in fact, I'm watching, I'm I'm watching CNN collapse right now. Um, yeah. This guy Don Lemon getting getting his getting his ass kicked all around town, and with with this other guy, uh, it's unbelievable. Um, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, this 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 area. We're getting bombarded, and we're watching just one after the other. Watching, you know, watching CNN go down. MSNBC is next. Um, it's amazing what's actually happening. Um, it and it's all over YouTube. I mean, yeah. What? It really is amazing. So, we were yeah. Alona. Yeah, Alona was on with us from Panama a few minutes ago, and we were telling her that it's it's all falling, you know, coming out, and the Lavoie Finicum thing today, and um, all that new stuff. Uh, falling apart. It, it, it's out. amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. You're right. It's amazing. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. You know, mm-hmm. I never, I've never seen this kind of this kind of this courteous way to treat each other, and the way people interpret things, especially mm-hmm. people on on the left, it's frightening. Yeah. Because you know, uh, and I, and what I what I find is that they'll take a word and you know, and you'll tell them it's the color blue, and they'll tell you it's purple. I mean, it's just it's bizarre. You know, uh, I've never seen anything like it ever. Um, so, you know, I, I would be interested to go to, to go to the White House and, and be, you know, be part of the audience and, and ask questions. Sure. I mean, you are a news network. Yeah. Why not? Well, yeah. yeah. He's I mean, that, it. you're legitimate. Absolutely. You've been around for what? What have you been around for? 10, 15 years? How long have we been around? 10 years? 15, 15 years? How long have we been around now? 10 years. 10, 11 years. Yeah. We have an address. So right. 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 Yeah, I mean that. I I I'd like that. Let me let me give you the address for the. If I got to sign some paperwork, okay. You, you want that? Address? Oh wait a minute. No, I don't have your new address. Hang on. Let me give it to you. It's it's six six zero nine, six six zero nine, Briar Hill Court, B R I A R Court Hill Court, um, McLean, Virginia. Six six zero nine. McLean. I can I can walk to the CIA, but guys, by the way, if uh, I want to. How do you to. spell McLean? The CIA. Is, okay. It's Briar Hill is spelled B R I A R. Yep. Like the, like a, like a, like a briar. Yep. Hill, of course, is spelled as, as the word hill. Court is C T. McLean is capital M, small C, capital L, E A N, Virginia. And it's the zip code is two two one zero one. Oh, sure, I'd love M- to be able to do not, that. It's not MCC. It's M-C-L-E-A-N. That's it? Right. So, yeah, it's M-C-L-E-A-N, McLean. M-C, M-small-C-L-E-A-N, Virginia, 22101 is the zip code. I mean, Briar Hill, I'm the two, words, the two words, right? Briar, Briar Hill? Briar Hill, two, three words. Briar Hill Court. Court. Okay, yeah. McLean, M C L E A N, Virginia. What's the zip, what's the zip code? Two 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 one zero one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm, I'm literally on the road to the to the to the CIA's testing equipment operation. I can walk there in five minutes. I can walk wow. to Langley in ten minutes. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Steve, I sent I sent it to your email, and Didi yeah. copied you. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. Thank you, so you you're gonna give me some, you're gonna give me. You, you, we're we're closing the call out right now, so we just we're talking about you before we close. We just wanted to get you on the horn. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I, I just I, I was just I was just I was gonna call in, but 
but I had to make food for everybody, you know, this evening. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I just got screwed up a little bit. But yeah, call me tomorrow. Send me the information. Okay. I'd love okay. to go. I'd love it. Yeah. yeah you're, Thanks, you're, guys. You dress up yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did, yeah I, I, I clean up pretty well. As a matter of fact, I, I, don't, I, I shave my head these days. <laughs> I do. I don't think I've got is a beard and then a shaved head. I mean, I look, uh, you know, very clean cut. I mean, I'm in the city a lot, you know, um, probably every couple of days. I mean, you know, I'm working with the banks out here, working with, you know, trying to work with, with Capital One, trying to figure out how I can make deposits from Bitcoin sales for a big, for, a, for an account I've got. They do, they're doing $30,000, $300,000 a week and get a bank account open so they can actually get U.S. dollars deposited so they can continue to their, their Bitcoin operations, you know, so, you know, they sell Bitcoin for dollars and then, um, uh, you know, they, they got to you know, put the money back in the account. They're actually a consulting firm that I'm working with in North Carolina. Um, and they, they, uh, I was working on that. Try, and if you think you've got security in, in government, try getting into the, into, into the Capital One building, which is headquartered right here, more secure than banks in New York City where I used to work. It's unbelievable. Nobody wow. knows anything about what's going on in the next building. They don't even know who's working in the next cubicle, let alone uh, what's going on inside the bank itself. It's bizarre. It's really strange. That's something. You know, I fell out in the twilight zone. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you get to give me some topics to talk about. I have my own. But, you know, I can go in and ask some questions, et cetera. Why not? I'm, I, yeah. I'm, you, we're credentialed. We've been around, what, 10 years, 11 years? 10 years, exactly. We've got... But, and, and and thousands of members. We've been on the phone, you know, every week for, for years. Why not? Yep. We have our own we have our own website. I mean, that's great. Sure, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's, We've it's got our own following. <laughs> it's fun to have media credentials. I have many times, and it's it's really nice. I mean, it opens more doors than you think. <laughs> it's not it's not CNN. Well, I'll do it. A U N. A U N. A U N. I get it. Yep, I get it. I get it. Well, yeah, guys. You know, I know you're closing the the call out, but yeah. I'm here tomorrow. You know, and I've got uh, okay. I got a ball right now. I'm sorry, I'll give you, I'll but anyway. Give you a call tomorrow. I'll, I'll give you a call tomorrow. Okay, I'll catch you later, guys. Thanks an awful lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye. All right. Very cool. All right. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm I'm heading down the stairwell, guys. I'm going to log off here because I know I'm going to lose my reception because I'm going into the. The parking garage of Target. So I'm <laughs> e- e- echoing. I'm, I'm all the way downstairs. But um, I'm heading home to get get home safely. So good talking to you guys. Have a great weekend and happy Fourth of July early. Okay. Yeah. And let me too. know if you let me know if you reach uh, Sherry, huh? Oh, I, I, I I'll do that, Betty. Tomorrow, I'll let you know. Okay. I'll, I'll give you an email. Thanks, okay. Betty. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Good night. Bye. See you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have somebody on. Bye-bye. God bless. A-U-N, American Underground Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.